It was a Sunday, so it was light traffic, relatively light traffic. The snow uh, was one of the biggest snows we, snowstorms we have, certainly in our administration and, and in my memory, uh, of the uh, biggest snowstorm. Um, and there was huge winds. And what was happening every time <clears throat> the trucks would push the snow, it would the wind would take it back. And since the traffic wasn't on the road, it was a real problem. Normally when there's a lot of traffic, they're clearing it. You know, uh, however it works, they're taking part of that snow with them. But it's just staying and blowing and gusting. Um, and and I've, I've said, Jay's gonna, uh, probably going to say uh, he doesn't believe it. But I, I know it to be true, and I've since learned it to be a fact. You know, we, went, we took uh, John out on Monday, took the mayor out on Monday in a, uh, a pickup truck at a parks department uh, with snow tires. And we went out to Queens, and that's where we face this, you know, this assault by the Queens residents whose streets they thought uh, wasn't, weren't cleaned. Uh, and in fact, there were large piles of snow, and, and many streets were impassable. Uh, and we got bombarded by it, and the press picked it up big. But what happened in Queens, because it didn't happen in any other borough, and you have to say, what, did it snow more in Queens? It didn't snow more in Queens. What happened, and I've been able to verify it, to Jay's not believing it, that the, the foreman who was the head of the equipment and sending out the trucks that morning told the drivers to keep their plows up. They did not put their plows down. Those streets were not plowed. You know, you got your, your uh, main streets and you got your secondary streets, you got your tertiary streets uh, where you make your decisions how you have to have vehicles move, emergency vehicles, and so on. And certainly the main streets uh, are, are obviously the first ones where you want your vehicles to get past. Um, and those plows were going with, uh, up. Um, and it had to do going back to the sanitation strike and the unhappiness with the deal that was made with the sanitation department and so on. So that, that is my story about it. It should have never happened. Uh, we had no notice that that was going to happen. We picked Queens uh, just by chance to go out uh, uh, into those areas in Fresh Meadows specifically in Forest Hills uh, with the mayor. Had I picked Brooklyn, it might have been a, a, a another story. I, I can't argue with that. In fact, I, I, I didn't go out to Queens, so firsthand, um, I, know, I do know that working backwards, after this disastrous couple of days, a group was put together to investigate what had happened. And I would say if you go back and read that report today, you still don't know what happened. So, so having looked at weather forecasting, snowfall, wind, and some oblique attempt to try and find out whether or not there was some kind of worker stoppage, which nobody could prove at this point in time. There's no, no evidence in any way. Uh, what happened in Queens is somewhat inexplicable. And at least at the time when when one went back, this the, of course, the, the historic impact is, is, I think it's there are two things. One, this is an election year at a time when uh, Lindsay's exceedingly embattled. Uh, we've got, you've got coming off, you know, you've got the teacher strikes and you've got a, the sanitation strike and you've got, you've got the snowfall all adding up to a, uh, a growing sense of middle class uh, anger and frustration, feeling that the mayor doesn't pay any attention to them. So the snowstorm was really a great symbol in Queens, a critical electoral borough for the mayor. Um, that all things people had been thinking about, many people were reluctant to say that the mayor was 
much more favorable and interested in the minority community, particularly the black community, not paying attention to us. Suddenly, for people to come out and see the streets, not plowed, say, that's it. This is it. This, this guy doesn't care about us, and the city doesn't care about us. So it had a, a devastating impact psychologically on people's perceptions of the government and the mayor. And of course, historically, it, it has created, a, as, you, as you indicated, a message for every mayor that, that on your list of things for the day you take office, be prepared for a catastrophic snowstorm, no matter what they tell you the weather forecast is, no matter what you guys say, figure out how you're gonna manage it because things will go wrong. And we, of course, uh, de Blasio faced that early. Uh, and I think that will always be long, long after people remember why they're doing it and remember the Lindsay snowfall. Uh, mayors will know that that of all the things that go wrong, one thing you got to be alerted to and be prepared for is a catastrophic snowstorm. Uh, yeah, and that's, and that's interesting because out of every bad things, uh, most of the time something good comes out. And every sanitation commissioner will tell you uh, since that time, and every uh, head of office of emergency management will tell you is that the. The, the mayor's plan, when they come in, that's the first thing they talk about. I mean, they, you know, we're going to have snowstorms. You better be prepared for it. So it, it is a, um, uh, and uh, to the credit of, of uh, Mayor de Blasio, who had six storms uh, in a period of uh, a week and a half, uh, you know, he, as, as much as could be done, you're not going to get every street. It's impossible. You know, you just think about the, um, the, 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 we call the tertiary streets or the side streets of Brooklyn, where you have cars parked on both sides. You have one lane and you try to get a plow through there um, uh, it is, uh, while everybody's trying to shovel themselves out and throw it into the middle of the road. So it, it's, you're just not going to get 100%, but you're going to get your main streets moving, uh, your secondary streets moving, you're going to get your emergency equipment through. So uh, every mayor since uh, Lindsay has made this a priority. And it is ironic in a funny way, balanced, that <clears throat> it happened to Lindsay in a borough, uh, outer borough, middle class people who felt aggrieved by the mayor. It happened to de Blasio on the Upper East Side, the, 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 the business upper establishment of the city who also felt this mayor didn't care about them. That's where it hit. Though you couldn't explain to those people today, just as we couldn't Queens, that it wasn't intentional. They, got, they just believed the mayor wasn't paying attention. And, and snow is interesting because when you come into City Hall, one of the areas that you figure, these guys know what they're doing. Of all the things you have to worry about if you're the mayor, at least in our area, you don't have to worry about a snowstorm. The, the sanitation department is professional. They're, they're solid. They know management. They can handle it. They, you know, they call guys in and they put the plows on well in advance. Well, no longer true. That assumption that you would have made a list before 1969 of things that you had to worry about when you became mayor, and one of the things you wouldn't worry about was a snowstorm. You think that's handled. There are a lot of other things you would worry about. You wouldn't worry about a big fire. Your fire department's very professional. But, but not true anymore. The mayor, mayor's got to be, and it has been a boon for commissioners. They get, they get more salt, and they get more overtime, and, they, and they're basically they're told. I think one other thing to remember, we're talking about an era where communication is totally different than today. So sitting in hall in an area where you don't have the internet, you don't have cell phones, what is really happening in, in the outer boroughs, communications is difficult, it's not as visual, it's certainly not instantaneous, you're not sure what to believe, the department isn't telling you that things are bad, so, so uh, it's much easier today to find out, you know where every truck is today with the GPS, all those things didn't exist back then. And tracking what actually happened, trying to investigate back then where the trucks went, what they did, was much, much harder to do. Jay's right. You know, you assume that, that the department 
who's handling what you know, we wouldn't get into the you know where you're deploying your trucks it just doesn't happen uh, we went out there just to see that the you know one for the picture a mistake uh, and uh, you know the uh, the the idea that Lindsay was on top you know one of the things you can say a lot about uh, administrations which when, when something's happened John Lindsay was there you know this was not a guy who shied away from getting out to the community just the opposite so we went out because that was his style he wanted to be out there he he, uh, he wanted to see what was going on um, the the people who went out in the truck with him uh, was the commissioner uh, but I uh, but I don't remember if it was a Periconi or not. Um, and then uh, we had a, a, a couple of the guys who worked with me uh, just to deal with the streets uh, and, and what was going on out there in the community. Um, no advance uh, actually at all. There was a, a press truck behind us, uh, a, a truck full of press. Uh, and um, it was a, a spontaneous thing. Uh, again, though, with the day-to-day, -day, the operation of what was the, the mayor would get reports. There was there was a you know an emergency center uh, that would deal with what was coming in, so we knew where what was going on at least as best we could without the kind of communications you have today. Um, but it was really leave it to the sanitation. Those guys do it better than anybody. Now this is a case. There's no question. People were people's lives were badly affected. Um, you can't say people are being hysterical about this. It was a terrible performance by the, by the government. People had every right to be aggrieved. But you're sitting there having no idea what happened, why, and there's not much you can do after. It's a slow process, someone clogging these streets afterward. And, of course, by this time, you get a lot of cars stuck in these, in these streets trying to go down them. So you can't just plow the streets. You got to tow cars out, plow, tow cars out. It's, it's a total mess. And the, one of the worst moments is a letter that, that Ralph Bunch, if you remember Ralph Bunch, the UN diplomat who was living in Queens, in middle-class Queens. Ralph Bunch was the, was the ranking black diplomat in the world probably at that time. And he wrote an angry letter to the mayor that, that is, it's in the archives, that is stunning about that you know, he never thought he'd feel like he was living in a third world country, living in Queens, New York. It was, it was, but you got the anger from that and the disappointment from someone who was basically a friend, uh, and you realize how deep it was. And, and the amazing thing is you go to cities like, that's had snow recently, like Washington, D.C., uh, you know, Atlanta, that, that, that aren't, that have, don't have equipment, and they get a foot of snow or less, and it's, city stops, New York, it's expected that nothing stops. It doesn't matter what the conditions are. If we have a 40 mile uh, an hour gusting wind and blowing in and so blowing back into the tunnel, it doesn't matter. People are not going to accept it. We should be able to clear the streets. And it's funny because of all of the things that um, have that went on in the administration, uh, and when you think that the the transit strike in the first uh, 10 days of, uh, of uh, Lindsay's administration would be the biggest thing you came across is where the city stood still from a mass trans transportation thing, a lot of people couldn't get to work, would be the one thing that people complained about. Almost to today, with the second generation of children of the people who couldn't get to work because they couldn't get to school, still remember the snowstorm. They come and talk about the snowstorm. So uh, I've said what I've said about, you know, uh, uh, the, the, uh, the queens with the plows up. Uh, even so, I don't think we could have met the, the kind of, of snowstorm that was. We weren't prepared for that snowstorm. I remember uh, the Midtown Tunnel where there was no traffic coming, you know, coming through the sunny. And it was just, they were plowing, and it was blowing back in. 
Uh, it was so it's partially that I think our weather reporting wasn't as good as it is today. You know, uh, Jay said it's at Jamaica Bay, the gusts coming or whatever it was. Uh, it was partially that. I think it was partially the 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 whole. Uh, political issue with the union and, and some of the members of the union. So it's kind of, I don't know how much better we would have done. I'd have to look at what Brooklyn was like, because Brooklyn had, if, if, if you believe my plow story, you got to look at Brooklyn and say, why wasn't Brooklyn as, uh, as angry? And it might have been because the press was in Queens with us. Uh, I would, I would, I think it's, it, it, it's a simple standard, which from the standpoint of a resident, government service has failed, whatever the reason, whether it's the weather, whether it's a, a foreman of the union, people's homes, people's streets weren't plowed, people were homebound, and it was enormous disruption. That's one of the things people are entitled to have. Now, the times government fails because of things having nothing to, you know, the technical reasons, as something happens in subway or build, a building, whatever it is. But, but from, the object, from the perspective of a citizen, government service has failed you. So that to me is the government failed.